Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge, and today I am joined by Bill Gross, the LA probate expert. Bill, how the hell are you, man? Doing so good, David. It's just not even fair. <laughs> I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Bill, thanks for coming on the show today. Sure. Um, I know you're going to have a ton of really valuable information <laughs> that we can share with our listeners and our viewers. And, you know, probate's one of these topics that we don't really talk about all that often. I think we maybe right. done one or two episodes out of about 300 that, you know, maybe mentioned it or talked a little bit about it, but we don't really have like, you know, we've never had an expert on yet. So this is actually fantastic for us to bring you on, share a little bit of information about what it is, how it works and why somebody would even care to know, you know, sure. So, sure. Bill, tell us a little bit. And again, welcome to the show, man. Tell us a little Thank bit you. about yourself. So I'm from Southern California. I grew up here uh, and I, um, you know, m most of my life I've been in real estate 36 years. I started in lending and I've been in real estate sales, management, consulting, went back to production two and a half years ago, I mean, back to being a salesperson, but I focused on probate specifically two and a half years ago, I made that my niche and sought to be an expert, not just by getting a certificate, but really learning what probate is to be an expert deep in it. LA is the largest probate market in the country. So it was a big enough market to focus there. And I built a very successful real estate brokerage business and, and people on my team as well, helping them, just focusing on people who have inherited property, trying to inherit property, investors who find a deal, but there's a title problem. What I tell people is usually your title problem is my probate opportunity. Let me help you fix it. And that's what we work on every day. Awesome. Very cool. Been in the game for 36 years. You focused yep. on probate as your niche, done all yep. types of other stuff. That's really yep. cool. Yep. Um, so thank you for that. That's awesome. Do you live in LA as well or no? I do. I live in West Los Angeles right now. Awesome. So you're doing at. probate deals in the market you live in. Yep. Uh, what do you do when, the, when you come across a probate deal? What do you do with so that? I do a couple of things. I represent investors. I, I, uh, I look for properties in, in uh, LA and in California. About 5% of the properties need court sale confirmation. So it's an opportunity where somebody's been in escrow for 45 days to step up and buy it and overbid it and, and uh, buy the property. So I represent investors buying properties there one or two times a month. And usually those are fix and flips. They'll fix it up and then resell it. Um, I represent estates and families and attorneys that have property that they need to get through probate. California in particular, very cumbersome. Some states are like that. Others a little easier. So I help them through the, the maze rather than just selling the house. I can help them through the probate process as well. Man, it um, sounds like you got all angles. So my partners and I, have purchased properties from people that have gone through probate. Right. We have, we are in the process of purchasing a property from a guy that didn't know he needed to go into probate. And they there you started go. that process. And That's my, my wife's right there. father yeah. passed away about a year ago. And we 
were on the inside of the probate side yep. of things. So I was, you know, with it being my wife, of course, I'm in real estate. I helped her get rid of the property. Um, and in fact, we sold it to one of our friends who went and rehabbed it. So it was really cool. Um, but I've seen kind of both sides of it. I know mm -hmm. it's time consuming. That's about as far as I know, though. I mean, my wife handled the probate on her end and it was just we had to get a lawyer and, you know, the process took a long time here right. in Missouri. We were able to sell the property uh, without lawyer or without judge approval, mm -hmm. um, as long as we had 75 percent or higher of what it appraised for from a third party appraiser. So we went yeah. through that process, followed basically was guided and coached by our attorney. Because we were like, well, we want to sell this thing right away. Get rid of these right. expenses. Let's right. sell it. And I didn't want to sell it to me because it's just right. not really it's too close. It's arm's reach, all that type of stuff. Right. Uh, so we just found one of my buddies who flips. And obviously, that's what I do, too. And we got gave him a, you know, a good deal on it. And we were able to sell it before probate was even over. Now, we had started the process. Right. Is that similar? Is that a nationwide thing? Or is that just a Missouri thing? Well, I think, I think your process is very common countrywide. So here's the problem, though. You guys found a good attorney who's able to help you. Two things about that. One, 90% of the uh, probate cases are done by attorneys that don't know anything about probate. <laughs> and so, right, it's like a real estate agent. You know, we, I have a license. I can sell residential, commercial, industrial, leases, vacation homes. I can sell the Golden Gate Bridge. I just don't know how to sell the Golden Gate Bridge. But attorneys, you know, at least in California, the license allows them to do anything within the law. And then they'll take cases, criminal, DUI, corporations, divorces, and then a probate walks in the room and they go, wow, that's you know, $10,000, $20,000 of fees. I don't want to let that walk out the door. So 95% of the cases in LA County are done by attorneys who've done one probate or less in less 12 months. That's terrible. So the guy I hired was a probate attorney. So you got lucky and or you're smart, one or yeah. the other. Yeah. Most people don't think it through and they go, well, I know this guy, he's great. Well, he might be great, but doesn't mean he knows anything about the process. So you were, it worked out yeah. for you, but for Ours so was many a friend. people. Yeah, and we, he ended up billing us 6,800 flat. So I thought that was a good deal. So I'll tell you, as an investor, if you find that deal, if I could show you how to lower the cost for that by a couple thousand dollars, that's profit in your pocket, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes either you or the seller has to pay that money. And if you don't know what that cost is, you have to kind of estimate it high. So for example, one of the things I do is I use a probate service. When an investor like you comes to me and says, hey, Bill, we got this deal, but it needs to go through probate. Depending on the case, I can look at it and, and assess it. And oftentimes we'll take it to a service that charges maybe 1250 fees, plus there's the court fees and that's so about another $2,000 or so, it depends. But so now we're out the door for 3000 instead of 6800. Well, either the seller is saving 300, he can give you a better price, or if you pay for it, it's costing you less in his mind. He's budget $6,800. you are doing it for $3,000. There's your profit. So that's right coming into the deal. Oh, man, I love that. Because, yeah, I paid $6,800. Right. Okay. Not bad. I mean, by California, what, how much is the property worth? Uh, $280. Wow. So in California, it's based on the value of the property, not the net equity. That's the other problem. You have a million-dollar house, and let's say you have a $700,000 lien against it. Well, the million dollar house triggers appraisal fees maybe up to $23,000, but you only have $20,000 of equity. Whether if it's free and clear, it's the same price for the, for the fees typically. So that family comes to me and I said, Well, I can get it done for you for $1,250 plus the fees and save them a lot of money. Anywhere Obviously, in the nation or just in LA? So the service I use is actually nationwide. I, I, I have my own uh, podcast, probateweekly.com. 
Go. And actually interviewed one of the vendors I use a lot. It's easy-probate.com. And I don't know if you want me to promote the service or not, but I don't, I'm not an affiliate. I don't get paid by them. What's I just the love it. name again? I, well, mine is probateweekly.com. Probateweekly.com. And if you sign up awesome. on there, it's Thursdays, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern. And we do it every week. I put it into uh, YouTube. If you register and can't make it, we'll send out a recording. But one of the past episodes, if you go to probateweeklyepisodes.com, I interviewed the founder of that company, Byron Bates, who um, runs Easy Hyphen Probate. So if you've gone to them instead of the attorney, now, again, the attorney can do certain things, depends on what you need. Some cases need an attorney. So my job is to kind of be the point guard. Do you need the attorney or not? I didn't say 10% of the time you need the attorney, but 90% of the time you don't. And I can save you, you know, an extra, you know, net, net, net bottom line. I can save you about another three, $4,000. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That adds up. Okay, so, Bill, sorry to... Talk about me. This is about you. I was just telling you a little <laughs> bit of what I know. So there's a lot of listeners that don't know what I know, right? So let's right. just take it back to the basics real quick. What is probate? So I'll give you a cute definition somebody I, I steal from a friend of mine, which is probate is when you file a lawsuit against yourself and whatever's left over goes to your heirs. <laughs> I like it. Right? Because what happens is somebody's passed and if, if they don't tell the world how their assets are to be uh, distributed, then the state will step in and say, well, we'll take care of it for you. And the state runs that process as efficiently as they do everything else. I don't know what it's like in Kansas, but it's like the post office handles your estate when you die. Got and it. so there's procedures and fees that are ridiculous. Uh, and you have to file probate. File probate, that's $374 LA County. You have to publicize it in LA County. It costs $970 just to advertise that you filed the probate, which is crazy money. That's just to get started, right? Uh, so what happens is there's a, a, there's a fine process that you, and some people, now again, I don't know Kansas law, in some, most states, a will does not avoid probate. In most states, the will is adjudicated in probate court, meaning the will is what the judge is going to look at to interpret how to do a probate. You avoid probate in almost all states with a living trust. So kind of like a corporation. Right. Again, we're, we're speaking generalities here, guys. Yes. There may be areas that are carved out, and that's not yes. the point of this. Yes. Generally speaking, if you yes. have a living trust, you do not need probate. Is that fair to say? Yes. I would Generally say, now, speaking. I'm not an attorney. I'm not giving legal advice. Me but either. A procedure, yeah, as, as a professional, I can say I've seen it over and over again. Occasionally, in a living trust, there's arguments. When did they sign it? Who signed it? Here's a prior living trust. There's going to be that in anything, though, right? There's right. always going to be issues, but right? 90, what I tell people, people is that if you have a bad living trust, you're better off than 90% of the people with no living trust. So I tell people, get a cheap one online, easy-probate.com, does them for, I think, 300 individual, and I think it's 500 for a family, maybe 600. Get it done. You can then take that to your real attorney and get a proper estate plan if you have multiple properties or maybe multiple family members, kids from a prior marriage. All that adds up in the estate planning process. And an attorney might charge you $3,000, $5,000, $10,000 for a larger, complicated estate. But if you at least have a living trust, at least have one, you avoid probate. That's the key in my book, is at least get one. Got it. Now that makes perfect sense. Okay. So, guys, to recap, probate. It's a, it's a, you file a lawsuit against yourself, and then basically what's left over is what your heirs or your family going to get. Now, when you say against yourself, mm-hmm. Somebody else is filing this lawsuit or are you doing it? Because like in my wife's situation, right. her dad right. was the owner. Right. He passed. Right. It was her and her two brothers. Her two right. brothers didn't know what to do. 
So me and her stepped up and said, Hey, we're going to go get a probate attorney because there wasn't a right. will. There wasn't right. a living trust. Right. I've, I bought and sold, you don't know of this about me, but I bought and sold 700 houses in the last oh. six years. I know a wow. thing or two about buying and selling. I know a thing or two right. about wholesaling. I know a thing or two about Burr method and fix and flip and all these things. I don't know much about probate. So of course the title company is who I called first and said, Hey, can right. I sell this thing? Right. And they were like, is there a living trust and there a will? And I'm like, what are those things? Of course I know what they were. I'm, I'm just joking. Uh, but I'm like, Nope, we don't have any right. of those things. Uh, and they were like, well, you got to go to probate. So then of course I go to Facebook and I'm like, who do I know? It's a probate attorney. And a guy calls me and he's like, Hey, we went to college together. We're friends. Boom. You're nice. hired. Let's go. Right. Nice. And that process, the entire process probably took nine months, but we were able Whew. to sell the property in like 45 days, basically, once we right. opened it and got that guidance. All right. right. So right. very cool. So well, you're very lucky because you got good advice. You got a good attorney. You're also in the state. It's not as complicated as California, Georgia, Florida, New York, way more structured. So Ken's a little easier, but even still, you can imagine you, you had to file the probate. And, and I don't know what it's like in Kansas, but in LA, if you follow it and you have the wrong information, you didn't notice all the errors, you didn't notice all the creditors, they kicked the paperwork back, it just drags on and on. Not a problem now when the market's going up, but imagine being in a market where prices are dropping. What's it costing you to wait an extra month, two months, three months? It can cost you a lot of money. I get it. It makes perfect sense. Okay, yeah. so COVID, I, COVID. There are people who, you know, they they filed and they they use some stupid attorney to know he's doing and it delayed things thirty days, sixty days. Boom, COVID shuts down the court in LA for six months. So you wait an extra nine months because your attorney didn't fill out the paper correctly. Man, that's annoying. <laughs> I get it. Okay, so we talked about what a trust is, though. So I, I just need a clarification really quick, uh, Bill. If the my wife's, I'm going to use this as an example because it's so close to my heart, right? It's perfect. My dad passed away. Happens all the time. Her, her and her two brothers. So he didn't file a lawsuit against himself. So just no, I just use that so as an analogy. To, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to clarify the definition. Right. So, I, I mean, I just think it's cute to say your wife filed on behalf of him. Of, on behalf of him. Okay, got it. Okay, right? that makes and sense. And so, and then what happens? Well, he has to go to court, and then anybody who files paperwork is kind of filing it against the estate. Like, the, the people get paid first is the court, then is the state and local governments, the federal government. In California, if you get medical medical care treatment at the end of life, they come back and pull that money out of your state. And then whatever's left, if there's anything left, goes to the heirs. But you get you're the last the last people get paid are the heirs. Now, if you have a living trust, though, it doesn't seem it seem to work that way at all, right? Not at all. Not at all. Because well, so you like pass you'd be an idiot to own a house that has equity in it and not have a living trust. You can't do that. You can't do that. If you have a house, if you have in California more than $167,000 in the bank or of uh, bank securities. Now, some accounts, you have beneficiaries. Like IRAs don't go to probate in California because they go to whoever you designate as a beneficiary. Life insurance doesn't go to probate in California. You have a beneficiary. That's who gets the proceeds. But bank accounts or value of real estate or other personal property, you have a gun collection, baseball cards, worth $200,000 in California, you got to go to probate to resolve that. Interesting. Okay. So we talked about what is probate. We kind of briefly talked about why, right. right? But if you don't mind, why would somebody need probate? Now we talked about if they have a living trust, then they wouldn't, but if Correct. they don't have a living trust, right. then they, then they're going to essentially need it to be able to sell. And this is a real estate podcast. So let's stick to right. real estate. Sure. Right? They're not going to be able to sell that real estate like their aunts or their uncles or their dads or their moms or their great, great 
aunt or their grandparents who whatever right it's it, typically it's the heirs right. that are going to go to probate because they can't sell and this is what we face i couldn't sell a property in my wife's dad's name i didn't own it the title company wouldn't Correct. let me sell his property Correct. right but the Correct. probate paperwork paperwork made it to where we could do so Correct. is that why you would go to probate is to where you're able to basically sell something that doesn't own to you but you're in line i guess to get it or so i'd say in your case you were like a consumer who wanted who inherited the property well, my wife to was, sell it, right? was the heir of course same thing so right. she's a consumer and, and yes but where i get my business is not you and your wife's property but imagine you're door knocking mailing yellow letters whatever you do to generate business and some guy owns a house and he calls you up and says hey i got a house i'm gonna sell it i'll sell it for 100 and you look at it wow this is great i'm gonna buy it hundred thousand dollars cash I'm ready to close and then the guy says to you well you know the problem is it was actually my grandfather's house my parents passed and I don't really own it, but I'll sell it to you for $100,000. What do I do? That's a probate. And so my, the real money that I make, the more activity I do these days, is not when somebody dies, the family. That's part of my business. Glad to help. But it's investors who find leads and go, I, I finally found a motivated seller because they don't want to live in the house. They're often out of state. You know, the mom and dad had the house, stayed in Kansas. Kids moved to New York, moved to L.A., moved to Atlanta or someplace. And there's this house, they don't want it. Mom and dad live there, it's thrashed. It's got furniture's 50 years old. They wanna just sell it, you call them up, they're glad to sell it to you, but now it has to go to probate, what do you do? That's where you call somebody who knows what to do and you just want the probate done quickly, efficiently, legally, so that you can sell the house. So that's normally more of a third party investor who's gonna help the customer so they can effectuate their investment sale. Makes perfect sense. Would you ever use or would probate ever be needed in the event of something else? So this is kind of a hard question to even ask, but I think you know where I'm going with this. So with death, that person owns it. They're dead. It sucks. This is life, guys. It happens. But like, let's say somebody like goes to the like gets in a car accident and like they're right. a vegetable now or right. and there's right. all these other options, right? right? Is probate something that would be utilized in these other situations or no? So in the same court, generally, okay. what you're talking about is a conservatorship, somebody who's not doesn't have the capacity to make their own decisions. Because they, they can't when they're dead. That's correct. obvious. But now, there could if be they have a scenarios. living trust, the living trust can say, once a doctor advises that you're incapacitated, then the then the trustee has the opportunity so to step in. So even more reason to get a living trust. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Even more reason. Because people are living longer and you might meet somebody who's 80 years old and they, one day they, they look fine and they start having mental problems. Now they can't make decisions for themselves. So that's an example. Another one is guardianships. God forbid parents to pass and have minor children. Minor children can't make decisions legally on their own. So you have to create what's called a guardianship. Very expensive. Both those, conservatorships and guardianships are very expensive to do. If you have kids, you I, literally, my, my daughter and son-in-law had our first grandchild last night. I sent him the paperwork to do his living trust because they need to have one now. God forbid something happens to both of them. We, we don't get to decide what happens to the grandchild. That's for them to decide if they have a living trust. Otherwise, we have to go to court and get the court to tell us, and we'll spend $50,000 to find out. So that's a whole nother reason to have a living trust is to avoid medical issues like that. Absolutely. Man, I love it. This is super helpful. You are filled with information and awesome Thanks. knowledge. So this Thanks. is just really great, Bill. So happy to have the opportunity to bring you on the show. And again, Thanks. thank you for your time. Okay, so we talked about the what. We talked about the why. 
is there a win? And also, what's the difference between pre-probate and probate? The reason I ask is I don't know, for one. But two, I see when I'm in like, you know, my lead generation sources. So prop stream and batch leads are really prop where stream. I pull the majority of my leads. And yeah. they have like a pre-probate. I don't know what the yeah. hell that is. What is that? Yeah. So pre-probate means they've determined that somebody who lived in that house died and they cross-reference it, that person owned that property or owned other property. Yeah. So now if they have a living trust, it's not going to be a probate. So they screen out those that are living trust. So now you have a person that seems to hold title that's not in a living trust and seems to own real estate. Now, prop seems great on those pre-probates. There's another service I use. Uh, probatesdaily.com does pre-probates. Same yeah. thing, same data source. Great source. It's not 100%. None of these data sources None of are 100%. Yeah, they're a screen. So I would say that they're a great source. Now, you can't market them saying, hey, I, Joe, I see that your father died. Can I buy your house? It doesn't work that way. But in the course of your marketing, I think you might want to make sure, you know, I don't know, investors I work with have different ways of screening multiple screens in their prop stream data. And I would give more emphasis to somebody if I know the person who lived there died, I would get maybe send them more postcards or more, you know, instead of once a month, every three weeks, or instead of every two months, every six weeks or something like that. Because I know there's somebody there who probably died, owed the property, at some point they're gonna sell it, whether it's a probate or not. Now, when it's a pre-probate and you talk to them and they say to you, well, yeah, my dad died, but it's, it's titled in his name, we have to go to probate. That's where I connect with investors and say, let me help you expedite that process, cut your cost, speed up the time period through, and hopefully earn the, the homeowner or the, the state because that, that they can't sign a contract that's binding to purchase the property typically because they don't own it yet. But if you help them through the probate process, then they kind of owe you in a sense, so they're more likely to go along with the program. So that's where investors I work with work pre-probates as a, another layer in the marketing program. Love it. Okay. A little complicated cool. answer, but that's no, really the no, ones I know make money at perfect it. sense. Because I didn't really yeah. understand what that was. Okay. So let's simplify though. When would somebody need probate? Anytime the owner of the property has died and the deed doesn't transfer ownership. So for example, husband, wife, generally speaking, husband dies, it goes to the wife automatically, right? Um, but other than those, or the deed in California, maybe now, does it say, always go to the wife though? Like, what, what if she's not on title? Well, that's different. Now, that's a legal question based on what state you're in. Again, we're not going down state. that. Typically, right. Do they own it before change. they're married? No that's problem. a whole. I'm not here to be difficult. I'm just right. Just curious, right. of course. That's of course. a little more complicated. But again, those are things where you want to. You want them calling. I think you want as an investor, and you talk to that owner. You want them calling you, asking that question. Once they talk to their local realtor, you lost the deal, right? So I, I want them calling me to ask those questions, and I'll work with the title companies to find out or the attorneys to help them solve those problems. I would. You know, your title problem is my opportunity. So I would say those are great questions that you want people and you can learn they're all a little different. But generally speaking, some deeds transfer title. Like if I bought it with my friend in California, we could buy it as tenants in common. I mean, it's, they're both separate. When I die, it goes to my, my estate, whatever that means. And when you die, it goes to yours. Versus uh, joint tenants means if either one of us dies, it passes between us. Like we're almost the same as a married couple. So it depends on how the deed reads. And different states had different rules on that. But generally speaking, uh, if somebody passes uh, and they're not on title, then uh, I mean, there's nobody else on title, then you got to probate it to figure out 
which is why go to the court to give them the authority to change title so that somebody can sell the property. Love it. Okay, talked about the what, talked about the why, we talked about the when, the how. That's where you come in, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that generally you need to have a team of people and advisors. Title rep is great in your marketplace because you're selling, if you're doing property in Kansas, the Kansas laws are maybe not that different, but they're specific to Kansas. So you want a great title rep who knows the probate stuff. And that doesn't just give you coffee cups or pens or takes you to the ball game, but somebody who really knows the title business, I would say is one of the key resources. I use those vendors, easy-probate.com for my probate business to refer people to, to get their probate going and things like that. And then probate attorneys, I bring them some business and they bring me some business. So you wanna have a team of people in real estate and, and this is just some additional members on your team that you might want. That said, uh, I work with a national real estate company. I know people all over the country. I know title reps all over the country. If you don't have anybody, if you're a listener, call me, text me, email me. I'm glad to try to help. I love it. Okay, that was the next thing is how, so it sounds like you are, you're a wealth of knowledge. You're filled with this. Do you have a business out of this or what? Well, I'm a real estate broker. I sell homes in LA County my, uh, myself and my team. We work Southern California, Orange, San Bernardino, Riverside, and San Diego counties. And then I have, a, I, I have a, a bigger team that I've started to build out nationally in Florida, Georgia, New York, and we're adding other states and localities. And I know people in other states as well. I do a national podcast, um, uh, probateweekly.com. And then with my company, I, I do a probate group meeting nationally. Our real estate company is 60,000 agents in the US. So I can find somebody in almost any locality. So if you have a problem, call me, no charge. You don't have to pay me. I, I love it. I love helping, the, I love solving these little knots and problems. And oftentimes I can help you find somebody that can help you, you know, finish the job. I love it. Bill, since you're offering, I'm gonna take you up on it. What's your contact phone and email? I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Sure, so my website is theLAProbateExpert.com, T-H-E-L-A probateexpert.com. And my phone number, 310-210-0008. too fast for me. Website is thelaprobateexpert.com. Check uh -huh. that out. It's going to be in the show notes if you're driving your car right now. Uh, this is a, going to be a podcast. It's, we also do it on YouTube, guys. So it'll be down in the show notes. Uh, thelaprobateexpert.com is going to be the website. The phone number is 310 210 0008. 310 0008. And when you get into the system, a uh, place to start is probateweekly.com. I do a call every Thursday, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. 7 p.m. Eastern time, and we record it. We send out a link to YouTube. Bring your questions on. I have people call me from all over the country with different questions, and oftentimes I get attorneys from other states. I had one this week from Orange County. I had somebody last month from Florida. I had somebody from New York. So we'll get people from different states. I have a network of attorneys I'm trying to build out to help you know people. I want to be the resource uh, where people go to get those questions answered. Man, I love it. Do you have an email, or do you want me to just push people to the website? Uh, Bill at thelaprobateexpert.com. Just Bill, B-I-L-L. -L at thelaprobateexpert.com. Man, I'm making my notes here. Probate expert is singular, not experts, right? I'm it. Okay, yes. you are the you are <laughs> the expert. I love it. Well, you know, I, and I, I try to be humble about it. There's an area that I feel I am the expert in, but it's really about expertise is not about a, a location or destination. It's really about a process. So I have to say I work at it every day. I, I buy the probate code book and update it every year. I watch every podcast I can find on the subject. I've taken every certification I can find on it. I read about it all the time. So it's something I try to work at and grow at every day. So let me ask you this, um, Bill, are you utilizing probates to get listings? Are you utilizing mm -hmm. probates 
to get off market, direct to seller, wholesale type deals? Mm -hmm. Do you use probates for fix and flips, or I guess your people that you mm -hmm. work with and team does, and yes. or rentals? I mean, it's essentially just another great tool to find properties, not even, not necessarily always discounted, Correct. but in some cases, greatly discounted, right? Yes. Some occasionally, oh. like everything else, you know, the, you have to right. find a way to grind out a, a living on day-to-day -day deals. And then once in a while you get a home run and I had two home runs this year. I had two home runs last year. So yeah, that's, those what's are a home run. How do you define that? I'm just curious. I mean, for me, $50,000 on a deal is a home that's run. a home run. Yeah. I, I don't, Agreed. I'm not a fix and flip guy. I'm just a lipstick flip guy. Personally, mm -hmm. I just don't like fixing things. I've, sure. I have customers that do that and I try to feed them those deals. But if I find a property that I can just trash it out, send in a cleaning crew, make it smell nice, take pictures and put it back in the market and make a profit, that that's my the deal that I'm going to step in on by myself. So Bill, what did, and I'm not in a hurry. We got, you know, 10, 15 minutes, of course, still here, but what I miss, I mean, we talked a lot about, you know, <laughs> the when, the how, the why, the what. Um, you are obviously the expert. I have never talked to anybody that knows as much about this as you. So guys, if you're listening, you're watching and you have a probate and you, you know, we have a question, Bill has graciously, generously offered to help and assist. So reach out to him in the show notes below. You'll have his website, his phone, and his email. Um, just to recap, thelaprobateexpert.com. 310-210-0008 or bill at the laprobateexpert.com. So Bill, what, what are some of the things that, you know, other people may have asked that I didn't, or, you know, what's some of the stuff that people should maybe be aware of? You know, you, you know, the stuff inside and out. Well, I think the first thing is people ask me where to get the data from, right? How do I, how do I start and what do I do? And I think, I think, you know, marketing has to be genuine to you and authentic and you have to think that through. So for me, I, I'm not an attorney. My parents wanted me to be an attorney. My father was an attorney, but I was around attorneys a lot. I worked at a law firm uh, as an intern in high school and college. So I knew the business of law yep. and I kind of like going to court. I mean, I find it fun to put on a suit and tie and go to court and hang out. It's kind of like dressing up. I don't know. I enjoy it. Sure. Most people don't. So yeah. don't do it if you don't enjoy it. I like it. Yeah. So, so do I, you find yourself in court often? Pre-COVID, I was there every day. Okay. So pre-COVID, every day I would show up. Court started at 830. I was there at 745 in a suit with a cup of coffee right in the main area. If you walked into probate court, you're walking right by me. Uh, farming for Talking to people every day about probate. Investors, wholesalers, Holy families. Cow. So I have never... This is my favorite part of the podcast because yeah. I always learn something new, right? Yeah. But when I get to learn something really new and fun and cool, I get excited. So I just learned <laughs> something way cool. Yeah. You can actually utilize the court yeah. and the process yeah. to meet the sellers or the owners, yes. right? Essentially. Yes. yes. Wow. That's, uh, that is a huge gold nugget right there. Yeah. As a, so as you like a do farm. that, you go down to the courthouse. Right. Typically, we're not even going to talk pre or post COVID. Just just act like right. you know, because things right. are going to change and it's going to be right. so random with right. your with the state and the city and right. the county. And right. I don't even want to go down that right. road. But right. you can actually go to the courthouse. So think can, about it. How many investors do you know? And I know a lot that door knock every day, right? They Absolutely, have I know tons of people driving for dollars. Door driving for dollars. That's the other one, right? So they drive or they door knock and they're looking for people. I can sit. So what I figured out was I could sit there. Have a cup of coffee. It's air conditioned. It's perfectly safe. The courthouse has got security. They have shares everywhere. It's the safest place in LA. And they walk right by me. I mean, it was kind of like being invited into a sorority house when I was in college. 
You mean I could just sit in the sorority house and watch girls walk by and hit up on whoever I want? That was really how I realized the court was for me. Now, I don't know if I'll ever I still be as like proud doing of that, by the way. Well, I'm married, so <laughs> I'm just my wife's kidding. in the room. I can't really there, talk. Bill. Neither, neither here nor there. But no, you're right. But, you're in the court. You're in the court. That's awesome. Everybody walking by was an attorney or an estate or an investor. You know, so it was like it was just too good. I mean, it was just that. The, and and I, I don't think anybody teaches to do that. You know, now my coach, there's a great company that coaches investors and realtors on how to get business and probate all the leads .com. And the head coach was Chad Corbett. And so he challenged when I took the class a few years ago, go to court and learn how it works. So I went there day one. I looked around and I said, Jesus, there's a lot of money walking around here and nobody else is doing it. Like, now it costs 20 bucks to park your car for the day. Okay, I get it. Now that's, that's going to depend on the county and the courthouse and the city. Yes. And, yeah, yeah like exactly. Me, no way. I'm going to find a free spot because I know where my courthouse is at. But yeah, okay. regardless, regardless. Whatever. You, if you're going to go in, you got to wear, if you want to market to attorneys, you got to look like an attorney. You got to wear a suit and tie in LA. I don't know it's like in Kansas, but okay, fine. Most people won't question. do that. Are you marketing right? to attorneys? Are you marketing to homeowners? Both yes, yes, attorneys? and yes. Yeah. So my strategy was hit the same target from three or four different angles. So if I talk to the attorney and I'm talking to the homeowner and the homeowner says, well, our attorney is Joe Smith. Well, that's why I saw Joe Smith in court this week. So it, it kind of lowered the barriers. And if I said, Joe Smith, uh, hey, attorney Joe Smith, I was talking to your clients, the Joneses, about the property in Rosemead. Wow, you really do know this stuff. So the more I found the more angles of attack on the same bar, uh, same homeowner. So just like in marketing, you know, you mail, you social media, you email, you phone call, you door knock, the same list. You don't hit them all differently. You want the same person to see you from five angles. And then an attorney's like, oh, my God, you're everywhere. Well, I'm not everywhere. I'm just coordinated around you effectively. That's all. Makes perfect sense. Wow. So we've bought in, in the past. We purchased. I think it's a better way to word that. <laughs> that's English. <laughs> yeah, that's English, right? We've purchased um, lots of houses from people going through probate or they had right. just recently right. finished the process. Right. And we're typically able to get a pretty damn good deal on those properties. Right. So guys, if you are listening, this is an awesome way to generate leads. If you're an agent, same thing. You could right. generate the listings, right? right. right. Um, ideally, you're an investor because you can make right. more money doing that, in my opinion. And it's going to be relative, of course. Um, also, it, there's going to come with you know pros and cons to both of those, of course, too. But um, regardless of what you are, you can turn these into listings, turn these into leads, turn them into wholesale, turn them into fix and flips, turn them into Definitely. rentals, turn them into Definitely. creative financing situations. There's so many different options and exits you can do in real estate. And we talk about a lot of those you know, on this podcast here, Bill. So that is really, really awesome. Um, so, wow, I had never heard of somebody just like showing up to the courthouse. So you make this a daily, a daily routine, essentially. Five days a week. I, I was How long are you there for? Is it, is it just an hour or two or are you there all day? So again, it's the largest private court in America. So it's a little different than other markets. And it was five okay. days a week there. So I would be there at 7.45. It took me about 25 minutes to drive there. And I would stay, my, my minimum was to 10.30. Okay. So I tried to see a sale minimum every day. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I see two or three. So I, would, I saw more court sales in, in, those, in the last two and a half years than any judge, than any attorney, <laughs> and than any other agent. you're seeing them all, right. 
Right. And people say, well, you can't do that. I say, well, the law says you can't, but I know I saw judge so-and-so do it, and here's why he, and here's how he did it. And so I'm actually advising attorneys on how they could file their papers to get approved. Like wow. COVID, for example, allowed them to expedite certain things if we knew what to file. What's that worth to an attorney, right? They can't, they can't pay for that service. Especially these guys that, that don't know this in and out, and they're doing, exactly. like you said in the beginning of this show, like, you know, they're, they're like, you know, maybe they're a personal injury attorney or like maybe they're a criminal attorney and then they like get a person and then they get a probate and they're like, well, hell, we're going to take the money. Of course, we don't know the first damn thing about it. They can call Bill. Right. Bill knows. Right. Wow. Right. That's really cool. Right. right. That's really And cool. I learned how to address the court when I bid, how to talk to the judge. You know, you always, just, you know, you're honor this, you're honor that. You stand up when you talk to them, that kind of thing. So that the ju- the attorneys see me and, you know, I'm not going to embarrass them. I'm like part of their team. So. It's just natural. If they're going to work with an agent, why would they not work with somebody who knows what they're doing? Love and same it. with investors. There's yeah. investors who rip them off and they can't stand. But occasionally there's an investor who they see regularly and they know this guy knows the game and he plays by the rules. And if he makes an offer, let's try to find a way to work with him. I love it. So approaching the attorneys is really easy for you because you know more than most of these guys, which is crazy, but awesome at the same time. Let's talk a little bit just for a minute about, you know, how do you approach the owner? The seller, because they may be mourning. They may like, you know, I get a lot of people that, you know, ask when, oh, well, what do I do when I'm cold calling or how do I send that direct mail piece? And I'm like, just don't act like you know anything at all about the probate. Just act like you're interested in the property. You know, that's typically a good way to kind of at least avoid it. But you may have some tips and tricks on yeah. ways to approach these people that I don't know. So, Ken, I would, I would direct, you know, I'm not affiliated with them anyway, but I would direct them to alltheleads.com, have some great training scripts what to say for free online. You can buy their data if you want as well. They have coaching as well. But for free, they, they do a role play once a week and they have a mastermind thing uh, that's free as well. Allleads.com. Allleads.com. Great resource for anybody who wants to learn how to do this business. That's been my coaching product. What, what I would say is when they file a probate, they're not in mourning anymore, right? They, they At some point, they said, hey, let's, it's time to get rid of this house. What do we have to do? Oh my God, we have to do all that? Fine, let's get started. And they fill out the paperwork or they hire their attorney. So I wouldn't worry about it. And I would just reference the probate. I wouldn't reference the person who passed. So I would just, I wouldn't even talk about somebody that I'm sorry for your loss. Don't even go there unless they bring it I up don't. and start crying. I, yeah, I don't. Hey, you follow for, I, I see you follow probate. <clears throat> it looks like you have one, two, three Main Street is one of the properties of probate. I'm a real estate broker. I help estates like yours get top dollar. <clears throat> Are you looking for a quick cash sale? You're looking to put the property in your retail market. How can I help you? How can I be right. a service? So simple. Just don't overthink it. Just be a human. As an investor, just hey, I see you on the market. Want to be interested in an all cash offer? We can close quickly in ten days once you have your paperwork. Uh, I can even help you through the probate process if you get stuck on that. Right. And you always want to ask the question: What's the biggest challenge you've had so far in the probate? They're going to tell you. Oh my God, the paperwork. Oh, it's the paperwork, or it's the attorney, or it's driving <clears> four hours to the courthouse, or. Whatever that Three, problem is, 30%, and just help them with that. Yeah, <coughs> about seventy percent hate the attorney. Sell it to them, right? But seventy percent hate the attorney after they hired them because it's not the attorney's fault. It's it's just the process is just difficult. It's like going to the post office. Whenever they may go to the post office and go, I love that post employee. They were the greatest. Never happens, yes. right? So that's what probate is. It's just the same process. Man, I absolutely love it, guys. You heard it from the man. The myth, the legend himself, Mr. Bill Gross. Bill is out of L.A. and he is truly the L.A. probate expert. I love it. Bill, I know I've learned a ton on this episode. And again, I'm super happy and grateful that we got the opportunity to connect. 
and record an episode about this today because again we haven't done a lot of probate stuff on the podcast we do a little bit in our business but you know we we haven't really been that vocal about it and at the end of the day probate is a normal thing it's it's i don't want to say natural but because death is natural right but the process of what happens behind that assuming they don't have a living <clears throat> what is it a living trust right assuming they don't have a living trust you know 99 times out of 100 they're going to probably have to go through this probate process if you <clears throat> as the heir you know want to be able to to sell the particular property or whatever it may be so and, very and they cool. want to they want to sell the house you they know like the, the, the right. season's gone so they generally want to sell the property whatever it is i love it bill thank you again any parting words like you know any anything you want to add before we wrap up and the only thing i'd say is i don't want to make it sound easy i think oftentimes people say to me oh i hear probate's an easy way to get business no there's no thank easy way i work hard five even half days a week every every work day i put my effort in Sure. And I'm consistent about it. But I'll say this, like anything else, if you make it your specialty, make it your focus, you work yep. at it consistently over time, you can make more money than you ever dreamed of, for sure. <laughs> I know where I'm going to be whenever I have a free morning to kill some time. I'm going to drive down to the courthouse, <laughs> find the probate court, get familiar with it. Um, Let me know. Is- I love hearing experiences because every court's different. If you know how it works... You've got some magic info that's worth a lot of money. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it sounds it's, like it. That it is nobody's awesome. ever told me it was a waste of time. I've never heard that. It's always, oh, my God, I saw the, the judge, and the person fills the paperwork, and the judge signs out right on the spot, which we don't do in LA. Every probate deal we've ever bought, we've done two to three times the profit, typically, on, you go. on those deals versus any of the other deals that we're doing. There you go. So usually How many of those really, do you want? They're How many usually like? really good deals to get. Uh, they're few and far between, but then again, I'm not marketing to them. I'm, I'm just stumble across them, you know, there but you if go. I start marketing to them and find these people networking with the probate attorneys, uh, you know, Bill does this in his sleep, but to any of us that are listening or watching, like you don't even necessarily have to go to the courthouse, although that's a great place to meet them. You know, we've had a little bit of success in the past sending mailers to probate attorneys, you know, or, you know, maybe even showing up at their office and handing them a card and shaking their hand. But, you know, what better place to cross paths with all of these guys on a consistent right. basis than at the actual courthouse? I love it. All but right. Hold Bill. on. Hold on. I mean, if I could jump in just one yeah, yeah, thing. Please. The obvious thing is the ones you closed all had attorneys. Did you ever take them out to lunch? No, and to that no, person, no. you're an expert. You closed successfully, right? So I think the thing we have to always start with is people we already know. And I would say to investors, go through your Rolex. Find the probate you did do. Find who the attorney was. Say, hey, you know, I'd like to do more probates. Where do you think I could find them? Do you get any of those I can make a cash offer on? Start. You can mail out to people cold, or you can talk to people you already know. Start with the ones you already know. I love it. Bill, you have been a wealth of knowledge today. Thanks, man. Again, thanks for coming on the show. Guys, don't forget, you make your money when you buy. You get yeah. paid when you sell in this business. I like that. So figure out how to buy right, and you can reduce <clears throat> almost all, if not, all of your risk when you buy a property right probate is one of many ways to find deals and bill just laid it all out for you guys all right so i'm in the show notes we'll have um, all the notes that i took across this podcast along with bill's contact information bill thanks again for coming on thank you and we are signing off until next time guys we will talk to you then thanks Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.